welcome Caitlin to Life 180 Podcast. I'm excited to be here. Sorry, I'm still trying to fix my hair. Yes, get yourself ready. You're good. Um, so tonight's episode, I've already posted on my Instagram and kind of on other forms of social media. We'll again have some disruptions. We have the dogs and the baby here. Um, but I posted we were going to be kind of talking about weed and some things behind that topic. Um, the kind of the oh. laws that are surrounding it. The, <laughs> the misconceptions. And the um, like judgment behind it. You know, you also mentioned you also mentioned that you wanted to talk about you know weed and um, you know how it affects productivity. So mm-hmm. I think that's a really important yes. thing. talking about how it kind of affects your what we do on a day to day. The reason people get called like a stoner and how like shit like that kind of just doesn't matter and it's not really accurate it's more of just a personal opinion kind of i mean there's research that's just damning dissing like totally disrespecting weed on every level being like oh my god this is gonna make you crazy this is gonna make you lazy you're gonna die it's just as bad as smoking a cigarette like blah, 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 you, you have, you know, mental issues if you smoke, like, all these crazy things, and then there's equally as much positive shit about it, so, if not more, if not more, so it's just kind of like a sensitive topic that also doesn't really have a genuinely true answer. I also feel like different generations have different perceptions of smoking, and I feel like it's broadening because, you know, I come into counter with a lot of people every day I feel like I meet a lot of people um you know just in the outside world and there's a lot of I would say nine out of ten people that I know do smoke or have smoked or use some kind of marijuana product whether that be edibles you know even CBD and I know a lot of adults now that are you know kind of doing it but the adult population has more to do with you know where I think they outview it as so negative and Definitely, right? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so, it's, it, you're right, it is broadening. There are more people nowadays, like you said, like, 9 out of 10 you meet, they smoke. Like, it's just less of a, like, you you smoke weed? Kind of, like, it's less of that. so bad. And it's funny, because that kind of started, like, it was still very much, like, from majority of people, unless they were my specific, like, friend group, age group. That were like, oh my god, you smoke weed. When I when I was in high school, which wasn't that long ago, that was within the last ten to fourteen years. Right. You know that it's changed into. I can feel more comfortable talking about it freely in front of and people. It's, you know, it's become decriminalized. I remember, you know, a time where there was a lot more punishment than there is now. Yeah. You know, now you'll get written a ticket, maybe just confiscate your things, tell you to go on your way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I, I, to me, the way it's simply put, like, it's just not that serious. <laughs> it's just not that serious. Like, B-F-F-R. y'all, VFFB, <laughs> girl. Y'all go 
telling me I can't smoke a joint on my couch? I know. It is absolutely I know. I mean, there, I know there's, I did a lot of research prior to this and just in my lifetime about certain things. I know, I don't remember the numbers, but I know there's a statistic <laughs> comparing if you're intoxicated from alcohol versus weed and like the death rates from like DWIs versus DUIs, all oh, that stuff. I know oh, that there's sure. a number and alcohol is significantly higher. And that's, and I, you know, tell this to people. And this is just for weed, not like right. other drugs, because there are other drugs that can impair you at that same level. But, but like speaking for about weed, marijuana, yeah. It, and the, I, this is like something that I commonly tell people whenever I'm communicating with somebody about the fact that I don't like to drink or having a convers conversation what? with them about how what? I don't like to drink. And it's because of the way that they, the difference in the way that they make me feel. Oh when my I smoke, God. I feel like my headspace is clear. I can still have a conversation with someone. I can still, you know, do my daily tasks. I often feel like, you know, it motivates me to do my daily tasks. I know it has a different effect for everyone. Different strains do different things. But just in general, you know, I feel like I'm very high functioning. Maybe it's because I've smoked for a while, but just in general. Mm -hmm. And when I smoke, I feel like my headspace is so clear. I feel like I'm not in control of what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And I'm constantly, like, on edge. Like, I, I'm just drunk. Like, I'm just drunk, and there, there's such a difference between being drunk and being high, and I feel like there should be such, you know, more negativity thrown towards being drunk oh, because of all the negative things that come with that. Yeah. It's it's insane. Drinking and, and partying when it comes to alcohol is praised more than being what people would say a stoner. And I, you know, it's funny. I literally read when... Um, they did the um, Forbes, that was it, Forbes article with Seth Rogen, mm -hmm. and he was talking about his company and how he works in the film industry just as much as he does on his like weed shit, and he says he loves his weed projects more right. than being an actor, and he was like, I'm more motivated with this because he's passionate about it it's more of a hobby but it's not a hobby because it's making you money it's a business it's a business but yet seth rogan by majority of elder people oh he's just that stoner like but blah, he's blah, blah, so blah, blah. intelligent listening to he's him talk so makes me you know feel like i'm just you know i soak up all the information that he says and i truly you know have gotten to the point where i really believe everything that you know yeah. he's saying and talking about in his podcast because you know he's just so real and he talks about you know all of his experiences with everything and i love that he brings different people on and you know he, he talks about a large variety of topics he has something that's kind of off for everybody but no i love you know i think i did read that article and he has a you yeah. know great stance i mean people like seth rogan and wiz khalifa and joe rogan and i mean there's so many people i mean like there, so many people who are successful on that end, and people can see it as still a negative connotation, even though they're making millions off of it. But a lot of the time, people forget that famous painters and like novelists and people that are like the older generation do love were high as fuck creating what they were creating. I've literally just made the <laughs> connection that I was just talking about Joe Rogan, and you were oh. actually talking about Seth Rogan, <laughs> so I think I was definitely thinking about something different, but that's
that's a whole different thing. I love Joe Rogan, but um, what I was what, I, like, this, this is kind of switching lanes a little bit back to, you know, getting back on track here. But something that I think is comical almost is the fact that we have so much access to <laughs> like all of these tools you know, to smoke. We have all of oh, these yeah. water pipes. We have, you know, grinders and bombs and rillos and, you know, I could name a million trillion things. You go into a smoke shop and I'm like, you truly believe all these people are coming in here and they're using this to smoke tobacco? <laughs> Be real. No, I know. I know. It's so funny when they literally are like, oh no, it's a tobacco pipe. It's, you know, this is for... The first time I walked into a smoke shop, I remember, I was like, oh, you know, how much is that bomb? He said, it's not a bomb. It's, it's a, a water, water pipe. pipe. <laughs> I was scarred that from, gets, from yeah. now on out. That I will never me. ever make that mistake again. But I'm like, yeah, be real. <laughs> like, you're giving people all this access to all of these tools to smoke, and you're going to sit here and say that we can't smoke. I know. I know. <laughs> you really like CBD. I do. I do. Let's talk about that. Um, so, I still don't know why. Oh, no, you are convinced now because you took that Delta 8 gummy or whatever. We'll get there. Oh, man, you can talk a little bit about yours. So, I have been smoking weed since I was in high school. So, I was a freshman in high school. And... Um, pretty consistently at that. <laughs> what, honey? And, um, you know, what back then, like I had mentioned kind of before, is that had, it had such a different view on it. Like, everyone always makes jokes how in high school you smoke out of apples and Coke cans and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I started smoking in high school. It had a, you know, different kind of connotation on it with the whole, you know, it had to be more secretive. It felt more like a secret. Mm -hmm. and then you get, you know, older and um, it gets less, you know, frowned upon by your peers and or like judge, I don't know, whatever. Um, so I picked up CBD when I was in college um, over the smoking weed for two reasons. One was because that's kind of when things peaked more with you know, having anxiety and like taking like an anxiety medication and stuff like that. And I did not like the medication that I was on for anxiety and what it did and like how it made me feel and everything. And I found out and you know did research. This was you know, again like six years, seven years ago. Um, that CBD was could help with anxiety without yeah. the medication. So that was one reason. And then two was, um, kind of coming out of high school, my parents had made me feel so bad and weird about smoke pot that I was like, maybe I should just smoke CBD instead. Um, give me a high five. Give me a high five. Good job. Give me another one. Yeah. They had kind of pushed me to feel uncomfortable about smoking. And so I was like, maybe I should just smoke CBD. It's legal 
and you know like it'll still like kind of like make me feel good it won't get me high but it will you know get rid of the anxiety and relax me and stuff like that whatever um so i was you know gonna transition but i didn't i just picked it up anyway and kind of was doing them hand in hand and I gotta tell you, sir, now that like Delta 8, Delta 9 has become a thing, and it's not just like what CBD used to be, mm-hmm. that shit gets me like body high like crazy. Body high, I feel like I have. It makes me feel like I'm floating on a cloud. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's literally, I literally bought it in a store, like here. It's not legal here to smoke weed, but I went and bought that and it gave me just as good a feeling as a damn good edible. Okay. You know? Okay. It doesn't get, see, smoking CBD doesn't necessarily give me the same high feeling. Depending on what it is. I have had some like Delta 9 and THCO joints that make me feel real good. Um, and those I bought at a store too, where it's legal. But I really love, I kind of mentioned on my Instagram too, this brand, Momgraphs. I saw them. Which I have one, I still have one left from my last trip out there. Um, I got it at this little store in Carlsbad, and the head company is Dadgrass. That's what it started as, Mm -hmm. and they made a Momgraphs. Um, but the company Dadgrass, it's they use CBG. So, <clears throat> so CBG is hemp. If you want to light that when you finish this one, you start it. Me start it? Yeah. Oh my god! Me okay, can you hold it? <laughs> You're gonna have to hit it. Ah! Okay, okay, okay. Um. So CBG is from hemp. So the mom grass and the dad grass is CBG, not CBD. So it's even lesser of an intensity. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's even more of a relaxant than CBD is because of what it is and what it's doing. And um, just, I mean, sm- smoking anything like that in general is going to give you a pretty relaxing feel. But that's just my opinion on CBD and CBD and everything, you know. I know you're not into it, but... <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people that are, though, so, you know, I'll give the credit where it's due, for sure, but, you know, I'll just stick to you're, you're my stick to... products for now. Yeah. Um, so, what is your opinion on being considered a stereotypical stoner versus just someone who smokes weed or you know those people who say they're like I just use it for pain or whatever I mean I just think that the only difference I mean there's obviously like you mentioned before that kind of negative connotation towards the word stoner I feel like that's more associated with somebody who is lazy and unmotivated and smokes all day and sits on the couch and you know is prioritizing weed over other things like I as well 
I think I already mentioned before, I'm not sure if it's in there, but um, about the fronting, people being fronted but as well. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like, those people are, you know, stoners. Right? I, to me, I just smoke. Yeah. Nothing really it's, about you changes. Not at all. And if it does, then you shouldn't be, you know, smoking. I feel like if it's changing any part of your daily routine. In a negative way, then you should not be. Like, if it changes your behavior, if it changes what you do, if it changes changes your ability to be successful, right? then it's probably not the drug for you. Then it's definitely not for you. And I think that, you know, that's why the older generation has such a negative outlook towards people who smoke, because they view anyone who smokes as a stoner. They don't you know there's not like different they don't see oh you know there's people who only smoke certain strands and they still do this that and the third there's people who smoke strictly for you know pain relief there's people who smoke to help cope with anxiety cope with depression cope with ptsd you know i mean it's just ignorance that's all it honestly is is. they just don't understand and not in like a you know Everything that goes into you know, smoking, yeah, like you mentioned, the different strains, the different effects, they just don't know. And not in like a you know rude saying anything in a rude way. <laughs> She's so mad. <laughs> she got milk all over. Oh my god. There's milk on the TV and on her. Yeah, I know. You threw it. <laughs> Come here, silly girl. Oh, it's over there. That probably went out. Hey, um, but yeah, I mean, not in a negative sense that they're ignorant, but it is kind of ignorant. They're not educating themselves enough on the product and enough on the benefits and stuff like that to have a, a really good opinion. And that's why it is ignorance. I mean, it's not, you know, negative, but the resort, you know, there's so much information out there. So them not wanting to change their viewpoints because they're unwilling to, you know, be informed is mm-hmm. just ridiculous to me, at least. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been through both stages of, like, being a stoner and then just being a smoker. And my stoner phase was, like, where you are now at, mm-hmm. you know, in college, kind of right out of college, early 20s. And then when you get older, if you can't adapt your lifestyle to the, you know, illicit drugs that you're choosing to do, then, like, there's obviously a problem. Um, and that's kind of where... That whole thing with, you know, marijuana is addictive comes in. Like, if you seriously can't... What is your opinion on that? What Do you think that marijuana is an addictive substance? So... I know there's medical research that it has addictive qualities to it. But I personally think that you're more addicted to the like lifestyle, like the habit of smoking, than you are to the drug itself. That's a very good point. Because like for me, I mean, and this is just my personal experience, is when I got pregnant, I stopped everything, right? 
I didn't smoke. I didn't do anything. And it wasn't hard. Right. I went from smoking every single day, multiple times a day, to nothing. And it was not that serious to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know I can't speak for everyone because there's people who have, you know, addictive personalities. They have drug abuse problems. Maybe they have the same issues with other drugs that they do with marijuana. And so they can't stop it like that. But I feel like the, I feel like weed itself is not addictive. Just like the same way that like mushrooms isn't addictive. It's a psychoactive drug. So it's, you know, it's, it's like in, in my semi research of it, the way that other like hallucinogenics are, you can't necessarily get addicted to that. I feel like you're more addicted to the way it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. So that's why you keep doing it. Yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely have, you know, a similar viewpoint because whenever I had that experience where I felt like I was going through that period of time where I had CHS, oh, for anybody yeah. who doesn't know, that's cannabis hyperemesis syndrome. It's when your body develops basically an intolerability to any cannabis substance, whether it be CBD, CBG, THC, Delta A, Delta 9, anything everything. from the cannabis anything, plant. Anything. Anything hemp, you know, uh, derived. Mm -hmm. And, um, or I'm pretty sure, actually, don't quote me on the last part, but, because <laughs> um, I remember, like, going to some of the herbal shops and, like, trying some, like, herbal smoke, so I don't know, but... Yeah, I just had to quit smoking cold turkey, and I don't remember, you know, I definitely didn't, I wasn't having, like, any serious, like, withdrawal symptoms. Like, I definitely had a little bit of problems with, you know, gaining my appetite back, and I felt like at times, you know, when I really did want to smoke, I experienced kind of some, you know, irritability with not being able to smoke, because I had kind of used it, I wouldn't say, like, as a co coping mechanism, but whenever I, you know, felt like I wanted to be motivated, I'd be like, oh, you know, go smoke a bowl before I do this. Yeah. Or, you know, if I wanted to have fun, or even if I wanted to go to sleep, oh, let me smoke a bowl before bed. Yeah. Like, getting my sleep habit back was definitely, you know, a little bit challenging, but I didn't ever feel like, you know, oh, I need to smoke right now, like, or I'm <laughs> really gonna die. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm just, I need to stop smoking, I'm just gonna, you know, stop smoking and see if that helps my body. And, yeah. You know, but I think that anything, you know, I think anything can be a little bit addictive, but like you said, I think it's more the behavior of doing it or, you know, the addiction to kind of this, that escape or, you know, what mm -hmm. it's making you feel in that moment. Yeah. Like, I feel like anyone that I've ever talked to being like, you know, it's not that hard to stop smoking weed. They're like, well, but I need it. And I'm like, do you need it because you're refusing to try something else in place of what you're using it for? Right. Like the people who who use it to sleep. That's totally fine. I feel you. If I really just want to pass out, I will. I will smoke a bowl, smoke a blunt, and I know that my ass is going to sleep hard. Mm -hmm. But there are other things that can make you fall asleep. They can help you to fall no, asleep. Yeah. There's a lot of And, you know, I get it. Like, for me, melatonin does not work for me. Mm -hmm. But there is still other stuff. Definitely. that helps you to sleep mm -hmm. and so like when people are like oh, I need it oh, I need it I'm like do you need it or are you just not willing to search for something else definitely yeah I you know explored a lot of different techniques on how to you know help myself go to sleep in that time I tried you know some sleep teas I tried those herbal smokes I tr you know 
honestly, just ha- having, like, a white noise was really good for me. Like, having either mm-hmm. the TV on or just, like, two fans going. Something loud was really good for me. Um, you know, just trying those different things. Counting the sheep doesn't work. <laughs> Let's just in the myth Counting right the here. sheep. No, that made me go crazy. It doesn't work. Yeah. No, I mean... I, like, yeah, I think that people are more addicted to the idea and the the fun and the relaxation of being high and not necessarily um, weed itself. Yeah. Now, obviously, like, I started that kind of conversation as I know there is medical proof that there is addictive things in marijuana, but Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue, oh, it's a plant. Because technically, like, a lot of things are plants, and you can still be addicted to them. But, you know, it's just, it's a less of an issue in the world as, you know, opiates. No, or, definitely. You know, the other like things the, that what are, are... the What are really, you know, the negative effects of, quote-unquote, being addicted to weed? Like, you You're going to get oh maybe fat because you yeah, eat too gonna, much. You're going to be unproductive. That's going to affect nobody else but yourself. Yeah. You know... I don't know, it's just different. It's kind of a hard thing to, you know, because like I said at the very beginning, there's so much research negatively about it, and there's so much research positively about it. And I had posted on my Instagram, you know, like people being like, oh, you, med- uh, marijuana isn't medicine. You can't use it as medicine. Well, actually, the FDA has approved several THC-derived and CBD and all that kind of stuff, drugs that they use to help cancer patients, Alzheimer's patients, I mean, so much shit that the FDA has actually approved that mm-hmm. has weed in it. Or, you know, not weed, but THC and yeah. um, uh, stuff that mimics THC, the exact same thing. May, maybe it doesn't actually have THC in it, but it's lab made to replicate THC. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it is medicine and it does help with anxiety. It helps with all sorts of things, helps with sleeping, helps with being able to eat if you can't eat. Um, And it also is just a nice time. It's a social thing, almost the same as going out to the bar and drinking. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it's not not a bad thing, but I mean, I think that there needs to be so much less negative connotation on smoking and the use of weed in general. Yeah, 100%. It's just, you know, making that happen is going to be challenging. I mean, they're definitely, you know, progressing and states are making it legal. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not for recreational use, for medical use, Mm -hmm. it's getting there. It is getting there, slowly but surely. I think the help of, you know, a lot of celebrities and influencers in the world who are trying to make it more of a, a business thing does help as well and like you said the states that are making it legal i just and the decriminalization of it honestly mm-hmm. um the fact that a lot of people who have been in prison for like weed charges are being released and things like that people are seeing it as less of a threat than the opioid crisis in the world and less of a threat than um you know driving drunk it's just becoming not as serious which yeah. is good uh, my personal issue is with like my family and friends who continuously think it's a bad thing. 
So I think I started telling you this story about my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sorry, mom and dad, because I know you're going to listen to this podcast, but I really feel the need to share as I was at the beach house with them um, over New Year's Eve, and it was just us and me and my daughter. And um, we were supposed to go to the seafood boil place that I really wanted to go to, and I had mentioned that I was going to, that I wanted to go to. And um, so when it came around to, that day and the day we were going to go eat dinner, I was like, hey, um, are we still going to go to eat here? And that's our pizza, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get it. I want to I want to go to this place are we gonna go and my dad just like jumped in and was like no how are you gonna come up here high off your ass and I was like excuse me and you know a lot more of the conversation happened but that's the thing that really hit me and like hit me negatively is because I had just been hitting on my dad pen kind of throughout the morning mm-hmm. and because I feel like they're uneducated on the the subject. You know, his first accusation, just because he saw me smoking out of my dab pen, was that I was high off my ass. And that I was coming upstairs to demand something because I was high. And that I had an attitude because I was high. And that I was, you know, being a problem because I was high. And I've tried so many times to tell them, like, Smoking doesn't make you angry. Smoking doesn't make you have an attitude. Being high doesn't, you know, mean, oh, because I've been smoking, because I'm quote-unquote high, then I'm going to be a bitch. Maybe he doesn't even, you know, really believe that. Maybe he was just, like, using that as As an excuse to get mad at you because he saw you hitting your pen. I don't know. And, you know, I I try to make excuses for it, but that's, I feel like, a very like common viewpoint is like oh you were smoking oh then you must like be on one right now like no, you're or you're like ordinary because of it or you're gonna be giving me an attitude or you're gonna be you know some lazy piece of shit because of it like that's why I was mentioning to you yesterday that when my parents make comments about that you know I always just say you know during this conversation have I given you any implication that I was high no you're just saying it to say it. Yeah. And that's it. And it's, you know, it's my body. I know if I'm intoxicated. Like, when I'm drinking, I know if I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. You're not going to tell me that I'm acting drunk or that I'm drunk or that whatever. You're not in my body. Right. I'm not an idiot. Now, there are some people in the world who don't know their limits and don't think that they're drunk because they have a drinking issue. Yeah. But, like, me personally... I know when I've hit that point. Mm-hmm. Right? Same goes with weed. I know if I'm high or not. Right. I know if I'm unwell, as you would call it, or incapable of, like, being able to function. You know? Like, I'm aware of my body like, and I mean, the way I'm and feeling. And, of course, like, you know, you're, tra- 
your body develops a tolerability to substances. So just the same way that your dad will sit down and have a beer or two or a glass of wine or two at dinner, the same way you'll get your pen in the morning one or two times and get your pen at lunch one or two times. You know, yeah. same way that... It is the same. I mean, there's... I'm going to have, you know, a different reaction from sitting and smoking for hours on end like I used to, just bowl after bowl, like excessive purposely trying to get stoned mm -hmm. versus just kind of my daily functionality um with smoking uh with and with my dab pen that's a lot easier because you know like, you can just hit it for a couple times and then like put it down and then like go back to it like 30 minutes later as if you've never even hit it right because if you've built up that tolerance the, you high know, phase. the high phase it's just kind of keeping you steadily less anxious and like being able to you know be a functioning member, be able to have conversation, let your guard down, let your, you know, tongue loose kind of in a sense, like being no, able definitely. to, um, be present sometimes. Cause you know, for me, I know when I smoke prior to an event or prior to, prior to being even around my family, it makes it a little more tolerable. It makes me able to deal with it kind of more. And yeah. Um, you know, obviously I don't want to sit there and say that to my parents' face. Well, I'm smoking because it makes you guys tolerable. Yeah. But, you know. I, I wouldn't say tolerable, but it just, it definitely makes it easier to, like you said, kind of, you know, have a looser tongue, speak, you know, a little more freely. Yeah. And that's, I think that's more the bigger thing than, like, the public opinion of being a stoner is that personal private life issues that people have of being a smoker. And my uncle is a prime example, again, with my parents. Um, he smokes a lot. And we've talked about weed all the time before he has a dab pen, like he, we're pretty chill about it. And, you know, my parents, same with me, because he's the only other member of the family that they know that smokes. Um, they're so harsh about it. Oh, I don't want to have a conversation with you if you're high. Why, though? Like, it's not changing who I am. It's not the same as drinking alcohol. I'm not blackout going to forget this conversation. Right. It's just, that's just not going to happen. That's not how it works. And it sucks when it's very two-sided, or one-sided, and, like, two-faced almost, because they'll take edibles, but I'm... In the wrong for smoking. Oh, that's definitely like how are you gonna? How are you gonna take edibles? Exactly what you're saying, but yeah. you're gonna shit on me for smoking. If anything, edibles are worse. Okay, yeah, because it changes the it way that your entire to body digestive feels. system. Yep, it affects you directly. Yeah, in your bloodstream. Right into your bloodstream for edibles versus smoking is the same way that nicotine functions in your body where it goes up to, to your brain. Eye, yeah. yeah, it goes to your brain. It kind of alters that in a sense. And you're right, edibles go into your bloodstream because you're consuming it um, through your mouth, like down your digest digestive tract and everything. Mm -hmm. It is being absorbed into your entire body that way. That's even more dangerous, as you said. You're right. I mean, I personally don't like driving if I've taken an edible. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like my whole body is like tingling on a cloud. Right. Yep. But I'm fine if I smoke my dab pen or smoke Dior, <laughs> um, a blunt or whatever. Um, and I just wish people would do more research. Dior, no. Sorry. No, you're fine. 
Dior wants her bottle Dior. real bad. No. <laughs> um, I just wish people would do more research sometimes before they form a negative opinion. Yeah. One hundred percent. I agree. I don't know what it's gonna take for people to be more, you know, open minded because a lot of people are stubborn in the way that they think. Yeah. You know about it, but it does suck. But um you know, I think that this could ooh, go into a bigger conversation of judgment and all sorts of things, but we don't we don't have to go there. Um quite this conversation. But um I think that that is all the time we have today. <laughs> to talk about this I feel like we had some good opinions if there's anyone out there who is 420 friendly like us and you have you know a comment or a question or some insight into some of the things that we talked about um go ahead and send me a message on life180's Instagram DM me and we will still keep this conversation alive at some point i'm sure it will be brought up again in some other form or we can keep it live on instagram talking about it but um don't forget to follow life 180 on instagram follow caitlin on instagram she's tagged in several photos yes um and tune in for oh, next week's episode thank you very much <laughs>